music plays, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> That's what they do. They go wild. <laughs> the podcast begins. Again. Number three of 107. No, that can't be. <laughs> I was trying to do the math. Like if we, if we recorded, <laughs> my kids, uh, my kids will be quite a bit older. Uh, they'll be like in high school by the time we, we graduated. Finish. Oh, they'll be so ashamed. <laughs> Can always only dream. All right, uh, uh, you go ahead, please. Yeah, we've been right. waiting. Oh, that sounded good. Oh, sweet, sweet relief. You know, um, I made fun of you last time because you said. You know who's going to be. I, I questioned who was going to be uh, asking what kind of beer we were going to be drinking, and I will say I did get a question uh, in the intervening time what beer we were drinking on the last podcast. <laughs> did you remember what it was? I, I do I not. Didn't, I have no idea, but I thought you'd be glad to know. So oh, yeah. Someone wanted to see, know. See, people people love to know what's uh, what's on the menu. This, uh, for those of you who care, is a Fremont Summer Ale, uh, which is a delightful beverage. On a hot day, which was kind of today. Hot weather. Hot weather. Summer's here. Summer is here. Uh, On a non-summer related, but weather related note. Mm -hmm. um, So we talked last time about how Muppet Babies is primarily about fear. Entirely about fear. (laughs) It would seem. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's about anything else at this point. But And and tonight's episode will uh, be the same, I think, uh, we'll find. But... Uh, I had my own fear-related um, incident uh, since our last podcast, uh, and it made me really understand or think through the nature of fear a little bit more. Okay. And uh, so it was uh, the other night, a couple nights ago, there was a, a big thunderstorm. and That's, uh, that's a summery thing. Yeah, it? it's, it's, yeah, I mean, not in Seattle so much, but it, it was a thing mm-hmm. in the summer. Okay. and. uh I was woken up around 1230 uh, by this sound of thunder that I've never heard anything that loud. Like it was like the thunder was inside <laughs> of me or or I was inside the thunder. I don't even know. Like Let's go with the ladder. It was, <laughs> it was so loud. And I just, just jumped out of bed totally terrified and like terif- more terrified than I've ever been in my entire life about anything ever. And... <laughs> I, I can only imagine if that's how the Muppet Babies feel in mm-hmm. every single episode, just what torture <laughs> just this nursery life terror. is for them. Yeah. It was, oh. it was intense. And, and it made me wonder, though, uh, well, I had two questions. One, do you think we'll get a uh, Who's Afraid of the Thunder Muppet Babies <laughs> episode? And if we do, what will be the many myriad terrible um. ways they try to solve that? <laughs> Oh geez, I don't know. Put, put put headphones on them and have them listen to some Judas Priest real loud. I don't know. <laughs> I imagine uh, a lot of banging of of pots and pots pans. And, yeah, animal would have a hand in whatever whatever the method is. It would be ironic if animal was the one scared of thunder. Probably. I, it, so. You know what? Let's let's put a little uh, mental note to see: is animal ever the one who's afraid, or is he? That's yeah, a good question. Quite fearless. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to make a mental note to have our first piece of, piece of merchandise be a tank top that says the thunder was inside me. <laughs> what would that look like? What's the art on that, Chip? I don't know, but you'll, You're be, a mo- designer. you'll be modeling it. <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone, to episode three of The Nanny State. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's listened so far. Uh, remarkably... Really they- racking them up, Chip. <laughs> well, there were, there's a few. And thank you to you, uh, those few of you who are probably our family or pity us. Um, 
But yeah, we're back. Episode three, and we uh, two in the bag, one in the hand. Is that? Yeah, that's that... it. Yep. <laughs> that sounds legit. All right. Uh, so we are here to talk about. Oh, I'm Chip. Uh, Dave. Dave. Uh, and we are here to talk about episode three. Uh, as we noted at the end of our our last uh, our last episode, uh, we'd be talking today about uh, fear once again, obviously, but fear of the dentist. Um, and Dave, you actually noted that you are actually afraid of the dentist. Yeah, so now we're, we, with the addition of tonight's uh, thunder as a new thing I'm afraid of, um, turns out, yeah, we've got uh, the Officer Carruthers not so much, but um, mm-hmm. what were we afraid of last episode? Uh, oh, the, the dark. dark. Yeah, definitely dark. dark. Definitely the dentist, yeah. Definitely the dentist, yeah. My, uh, my, my wife, unfortunately, had to, had to have some dental work done recently, and so she hates the dentist as well, so you, you two may have lots to talk about. Do you like the dentist? Uh, I, I like the feeling of a clean mouth. Can't you use one of those Sonicares? <laughs> do you really need I to... do, No, I do have that, but like, y- you know when you leave the dentist and you've been freshly scraped and like, you're just like, eh, yeah, nothing's, you know. Is, that's a good feeling. It's I'm, not worth the pain. I imagine, you know, like when you'd watch a National Geographic thing and there'd be like the hippo and then like you'd open its mouth and the birds would come and pay. Like, I feel like the hippo at the end of my dental appointment, like I'm freshly, freshly picked by a flock of friendly birds. They're not friendly. They have drills. They're doing terrible things. I think uh, I think the dentist is a lot better than it used to be, for okay. sure. Uh, when we it used to be you had to put that fluoride tray in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Now you just have to like gargle or whatever. But... Yeah, it's not so bad. But that fluoride tray where they put it in your mouth, yeah. I mean, I want to vomit just thinking about that thing. Mm-hmm. This is awful. Do you have, I a, mean, do you have a bad g- gag reflex? Or... Yeah, okay. yeah. I definitely. I think I threw up at the dentist. Yeah. That can't have been pleasant. I have, uh, I have very active salivary glands. What does that even mean? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> Do I want when to I was having orthodontia, uh, there's some plural there that I don't know. Uh, but when I was having a, you know, braces or a retainer made, they had to put like a cement mold in your mouth. Did you ever have that? Like where they basically oh, put yeah, a big wad yeah. of wet cement yeah. in your mouth to make a cast of your... And like my bottom salivary glands, like like a vipers, were like so strong that they like were punching holes in like wow. the cement. So. Is My that mouth good waters. For I, guess. I, uh, I I spit a lot. Okay. Hmm. Oh, question about the dentist. Now that we're on it, we can have this heart to heart conversation. You know that white straw thing they put in your mouth? That, yeah, like, like sucks? The, yeah. Are you supposed to close your mouth on it, or just let them kind of move it around your mouth? Oh, I always you you close to complete the suction, and therefore everything goes out. Like you don't you don't hold it because you need your mouth open for them to do the work. Obviously. You close it for like a moment, and it sucks. Yeah, and when when it up. feels like there's too much in your mouth, I feel like you're... I've only just figured that out. Hmm. No wonder why you've been having a rotten time, Dave. <laughs> Nobody tells you how to go to the dentist. They're just like, just sit here and do this. And well, I don't know how to use that white straw. Well, maybe episode three will will give you shed some. Uh, spoiler: uh, I already watched it, so I I'm pretty sure it doesn't. But we can talk about what it right. does do. Well, okay. There goes the the mystery of our show. All right. Well, dental <laughs> uh, episode three: dental hijinks. So it starts out with some very unassuming music, right? I mean, like every, I mean, like it'll it'll turn into a horror fest by, in the near distant future. But it starts with this, you know, lulls you into this false sense of security. Um, and I think we see we see Ralph climbing up, and this is just I just need to put this out up front. We talked about uh, the the different babies before, but does Ralph only wear a diaper? He wears a, a bib and a diaper. <laughs> It can um, be. Right? Is he the only one? I mean, even Animal has shorts on over his bloomer, bloomers on over his. Does but, Fozzie have pants? 
Uh, he might wear like a onesie sort of thing or something. Okay, we're gonna have to really look at the but yeah, at some point. Rolf, Rolf, I'm pretty like the dog. Pretty much just wears a diaper. diaper. Yeah. Uh, That's but good. We, we notice this because he's climbing up a ladder uh, and announcing that there's this big car race. They're doing some sort of a Indianapolis 500 thing. Um, Dave, did you have your uh, your money on anybody in particular at the beginning of this race? Did you think like I assumed Piggy would win? Yeah, Miss Piggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, not just sh- because of like the unexpectedness of it. I mean, not the unexpectedness of it, but you sort of think, well, it should. It's probably gonna be Kermit because he's kind of like the quote-unquote hero of, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Muppet Babies, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, I can see Piggy, I mean, He's though. the main Muppet. Piggy and, has, like, yeah. the, the fortitude to win. Yeah. Um, or she might cheat to win, but... Yeah. Regardless, they, they start the race. Um, Gonzo... <laughs> Gonzo's guy. I love Gonzo. He's His car is actually, like, a, a waste paper basket that he's, like, yeah. punched holes in with his legs, so he's, like, running around, and he looks like he's wearing a hat from, like, the band Devo. Uh, but or they, was it a, a, a flower pot? It was probably a flower pot, yeah. but it kind of had the. I guess Devo. that's the same thing. Kind of, how many tears are in the uh, the flower pot determines whether or not it could be repurposed Devo. as a diva yeah. hat. Um, so they there's like you know typical chaos in, ensues and uh, they all get stuck or no, I think Gonzo gets stuck in a traffic jam. Yeah, I I gotta say this these openings um, are one of my favorite parts of of Muppet Babies that that this scene where they're. You know, they all are lined up. They all have these different like go karts and mm-hmm. laundry baskets and all these different things as a, as a um, racing trikes, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 to me, I think, is what I always associate with Muppet Babies is that that like free form, fun, imaginative like mm-hmm. romp. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's because it's, it's the only happy part of the episode. <laughs> I guess, and it's funny because I don't all downhill. None of the other parts I really remember, and I don't know whether the I don't know whether tonally Muppet Babies shifts and like later episodes become more full episodes in this style but the like the opening sequences in the last couple episodes have been the thing that like resonated to me mm. as a kid so of like that's what i, I want to yeah. live that i want to go like it would be the thing where after the episode i would go with my friends and have like mm-hmm. make an indy 500 in the house right or do the battleship <laughs> thing in the house like that was what you would do put after sleep it. masks on and <laughs> i didn't that's the, i didn't do that part and i didn't have like a fear of the dentist that i then spent the rest of my time thinking about i just it's thought weird. about that maybe it maybe race. it like subconsciously laid fears in you that are now just manifesting as an adult that's as like my really dark maybe that's there's something there well, anyway, so the, it's a race. It's car race. Ha- things happen. Kermit takes a pit stop and drinks a massive amount of milk, uh, a dangerous amount of milk, uh, thanks to his pit boss animal. Um, Fozzie, Fozzie actually gets pulled over by a cop. And my, my immediate reaction is, hey, it's Carruthers back for a... And uh, they, they never say it as such, but it, he's it got the like bo- Carruthers. He's got yeah. the boots. I mean, they have, they have a singular vision for what a cop looks like, and it's next door neighbor. He gets oh. a fine, but I felt like it could have been a lot worse, mm-hmm. knowing his officer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Fozzie gets ticketed for uh, for having uh, for having a race, uh, not wearing his imaginary seatbelt, and uh, and if it's Carruthers, maybe not uh, keeping a fresh drink. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't know that. That's the rule. Uh, so there is a horrific crash at the end of this, uh, and, uh, and it happens because Piggy, I think, is going to win, and so she stops to do her makeup before mm-hmm. finishing, and, uh, and so Gonzo ends up winning by a nose. By a nose, Chip. Uh, and a, it must, I thought that must have made you thrilled. I, I was happy. I was happy for him, but unfortunately, uh, that was also the catalyst for, uh, the, um, what'd you call it, the, the drama in the episode, mm-hmm. or the, uh, 
the conflict uh, because Fozzie has a loose tooth as a result of that crash. Which is weird because he didn't seem to have any teeth prior to the <laughs> prior to the crash. It, it jolted. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere and it was loose too, which is just mm-hmm. unfortunate. So Skeeter at this point, when he's like, oh, my tooth, um, Skeeter comes up and tells him that if Nanny finds out, she's going to make you go to the dentist. Kind of more ammunition for our for our theory here. They're terrified of Nanny being the grown up. Oh, yeah. Like the more they can avoid having Nanny deal with them, the, uh, the better. So it seems uh, Gonzo shares some sort of a horror story about drilling and blasting. Uh, and uh, I think they hear Nanny. Does Nanny, do we hear Nanny coming mm-hmm. down the hallway? And so Fozzie, uh, he tries to hide in Rolf's piano. Uh, <laughs> because I had to say Rolf, I said piano. <laughs> you go back and forth between Rolf and Ralph. I, I'm and trying I, to do Rolf, but no, that's I, making me change my well. other vowels. Yeah. Um, so Nanny discovers his loose, to- loose tooth, and uh, so she's off to make an appointment at the dentist. Uh, the dentist goes unnamed, I believe. So unlike Officer Carruthers, we may not see a repeat uh, visit from this character. Uh, so Fozzie is terrified, and the, the kids are all freaking out. Uh, so Piggy proposes that if they pull the tooth, he's not going to have to go to the dentist. Uh, and thus begins a sequence of uh, attempts to uh, to get the tooth out of Fozzie's mouth. Uh, did you ever... Like my kids have been losing their teeth right now, and they're terrified to pull them out. But mm-hmm. did you ever do like the string to the door or uh, any of my that? My dad stuff? used pliers one time to pull oh, it out. <laughs> Dave, I think we're getting we're getting to the uh, the source of your no, dental. No, no, that was your dental. It fingers. was fine. I, uh, it was super loose, so it was fine. It was just like using your fingers essentially, but with pliers. The pliers were handy. Oh, uh, but uh, <laughs> it it made me wonder in terms of like a loose tooth. You don't go to the dentist for a loose tooth. No, usually not. So that seemed a little weird to me generally, right? Like, why is he even going to the dentist for a loose tooth mm-hmm. if, if 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 he's a kid and you get a loose tooth, which happens to kids? Yeah. But unless it's like a permanent tooth. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he lost a grown-up tooth. Maybe his last and only grown-up tooth. <laughs> his first, <laughs> last, <laughs> and only tooth was a grown-up tooth and oh, real man. tragedy. So they, uh, they're going to attempt to pull that tooth for him. They try a train set uh, with a string tied to the tooth. Love uh, that idea. It was pretty good. You'd have Great to have a, a pretty powerful train set. The train set power is not the problem, it turns out, in this in this plan, though. Well, you thought the, about this. Okay. Well, no. I mean, in, <laughs> no, in general, it would be. But in this particular one, because the train jumps the track and drives all around the nursery. Oh, yeah. And it, dra- chaos. it drags him. Yeah, it drags him. He, so clearly it has the force. He just needed to grab onto something. Yeah. So. Good plan, bad execution. <laughs> it looked say. like it looked like it really hurt. Looked like a cool train. Yeah. Did you have a, a train growing up? Mm, uh, we, occasionally, we had like some model rail mm-hmm. road trains. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. We didn't have it hooked up that often, though. Yeah, I think there was one in a box, and but it was like yeah. it was like one of those toys that was. It looked complicated, like fine required fine motor skills that I couldn't I handle the, as a child. I liked setting up the little towns. Mm-hmm. Like I would set up the railroad towns a lot and just randomly. Uh, yeah, I well, two things with that. One, we had this little guy and he had he had a briefcase and so my my grandpa had a train set in his basement that okay. he did have set up and there was this one little guy and he uh, he broke his base was broken and so he and he had mm-hmm. a suitcase and a hat and he looked we always thought he was like a spy or something and so he was super oh, fun. We okay. would like lay him on the track and drive the train over him and hide him places and 
so that was always fun okay but okay. then i always used it for the train tracks i had like a godzilla and i would okay attack the i was i was so. wondering like were you gonna go godzilla or were you gonna go like dickens christmas definitely more because you were you were a either huh you could go either you were a bookish little boy godzilla at christmas <laughs> it was the best of times and it was the worst. <laughs> That'd be a good mashup. Wait, did Dickens do Tale of Two Cities? Am I... He did. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here we go. That's Actually, good. I, I'm asking the right dude. Yep. I'm the guy to ask. <laughs> All right. Uh, boy, nobody tangents like us. Uh, so, n- second option to pull that tooth, the Tooth Fairy proposal from Skeeter. Uh, and so, we go into this imagination sequence where Gonzo is the fairy in this imaginary scene. Uh, and there's a Boy George name drop. In here, like, Fozzie's like, uh, who are you? Like, and he's like, I'm the Tooth Fairy. What'd you expect, Boy George? And I had to wonder, was this like a, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Like, this is early 80s. All sorts of uncouth things were said back then. I didn't know if they I were... didn't catch that, I, to be honest. I didn't notice that. I just yeah. thought it was an amazing um, Boy George reference. Mm-hmm. Boy George does... I... <laughs> Did you know who Boy George was when you were the age that you originally saw this? Well, uh to tie this back to episode one, uh, Boy George was in an episode of the A Team, so <laughs> hell yeah, I knew who Boy George was. <laughs> oh man, I I lived a sheltered youth apparently. Um, Boy I George was great. I big fan. I what, did he do? Karma Chameleon. Yeah, I knew that song. Maybe I didn't know anything about Boy George when he sang that song. I I don't know much about him still. <laughs> um, so there's this weird. It was a weird. Uh, like Muppet Babies otherwise has a pretty timeless mm-hmm. to it, and it was a very specific yeah. pop cultural reference that felt a little out of place and dated. But I don't know. Okay. I like that too. All right. Um, the the whole thing is that they the gag is that they're all offering money for like Fozzie's tooth. Like Gonzo offers a million dollars. And by the way, um, sorry, just real quick about getting teeth. Do you do you do tooth fairy at your house? Yeah. My wife and I like dread that moment because I have to do this army crawl on my chest, like into oh, the room. Are they light at sleepers? I, I light enough, yeah. and you don't want to be the the one. Oh God, they, no, they're <laughs> not going to listen to this. You, you better not be listening to this. Um, but like, yeah, we have to crawl in there and and like secure that tooth without waking them up, and it's just like the most tense moment. It's like the scene in like a Mission Impossible movie where they're like trying to like you're suspended get, from the ceiling, get under the laser trip mm-hmm. wires, uh, you know, so as not to ruin everything. But my wife just. <laughs> Flat out told my daughter the other day that the tooth fairy wasn't real. Oh yeah, but then it didn't seem to really phase her, and she still was wondering when the tooth fairy was coming. She's like, "Where's my money?" money. <laughs> I think it's about the money. It's same with Santa, right? It's about the presents. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They, they'll they'll believe way long. They will pretend to believe way or willingly believe way longer than they actually believe, just to because they think that it's dependent upon yeah. the belief, right? That's that's a good point. Yeah, you should you should just tell her that there's no tooth fairy, but there is Boy George who comes into her room at night. <laughs> this is fucking terrifying, man. <laughs> so there's this bidding war for the tooth. Uh, Kermit offers like two million dollars, and Piggy shows up offering diamonds that are worth like five million. Then Rolf shows up as like a oil baron, uh, offering like ten million. And he actually shows up on a camel. No wait, no no wait no. Rolf shows up in like a like a big Cadillac, like who's the oil bear, like a Texas oil bear, like for 10 million. Then Scooter comes in on a camel offering 20 million. Like, is he supposed to be like a chic, like a rich? 
Yeah, I uh, guess so. I, I didn't really understand the camel either. It was uh, it was a deep yeah, it was a it was a deep bit. It was it got, went on for a, wh- a while. They get up to zillion million trillion dollars. <laughs> I wrote exactly. down. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of money. Yeah, for a tooth. That is, and it kind of like after that point, there. Yeah, it's all it's all gonna be downhill, right? Because he's gonna get probably nothing for it. But I mean that. That's like kind of imagining you're going to win the lottery and like going all the way to like, I will be the richest person in the world. <laughs> in the history no matter of the world. what happens. Yeah, it's like you're taking your imagination too far. I did like that he was going to buy a whoopee cushion and a rubber chicken with the money. Because yeah. I liked both of those things. Did you have Did you have both of those things? Oh, yeah. Did you not have both of those? I'm pretty sure I had a, a whoopee cushion. I don't think I ever invested in the rubber chicken. I, I think I probably had a rubber chicken thanks to the, the Muppet Babies. Yeah? Because it just seemed like something you should have. Did you, did, you have a, uh, did you fancy being a comedian at one point in your <laughs> no. life? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This uh, podcast is a testament to how that's not ever <laughs> been a fantasy of mine. Uh, well, we're like 20 minutes in and we're like just barely. We're getting there. Okay. Uh, so there's uh, so the next sequence, there's like tooth robbers and like all the other kids have bandit masks and Fozzie's imagining them about to like steal his tooth. It's just, it's all like, I don't know, it's chaos. Typical um, Muppet Babies. No solution. Lots of chaos. Uh, then Scooter has like this tech solution for it. There was a, uh, we work a little bit in the tech industry, I should say, and there was a good joke that I liked about uh, something about a computer with 64K bytes, which, yeah. by the way, is not a lot of kilobytes, no. but then Animal bites it, and then Gonzo says, now it's got 65 bytes, yeah. which I thought was a pretty good it's joke. pretty funny. Um, and they, So he's the plan is then to use a, create some kind of uh, formula to understand the force that's necessary in order to pull the tooth <laughs> using the door. Right, mm-hmm. like that's the that's the idea. As I, I think so, yeah. And then they do this kind of like beautiful mind, you know, math equation sort of thing. And then Fozzie starts like rearranging it, uh, like he's inside like the the computer and yeah. like um, and like changing the math equation. And then it, it ends up changing like the state of the universe or something. And all of a sudden, he creates this like monster vacuum cleaner. Uh, and then changes it again, and it's a man-eating chocolate cake, and then again, and it's like a giant drill coming for the tooth. Um, so it's just more and more scary shit uh, that he didn't have to deal with before that uh, his imagination is uh, coming up with. Oh, and I noticed in, in our watching of this episode, which again, you can probably find these on YouTube, uh, we have a little DVD, uh, DVD of it, but there was a commercial cut as like yeah. the drill is coming on, and it's like it's like a real scream for help. It's it's kind of a scary thing to cut to. Uh, I guess I could ask this question now of you, Chip. <laughs> is Muppet Babies funny? <laughs> and is it supposed to be funny? Like, is it is this supposed to be a comedy, or is it supposed to be like a the, drama is it supposed to be a the things i drama? laugh at the most are things that i don't think a kid would understand and then the things that i think a kid would laugh at are just like the slapstick moments but then it's yeah then it's not funny it's not really funny i mean that doesn't mean it's bad it just it it's it struck me watching this episode how i don't think i laughed ever oh any, I, I got i mean a, I got a, a couple of chuckles but it's not like it's not riotous humor and and is it supposed to be uh on the spectrum of uh i'm trying to think of like i guess i don't um, see my kids laughing at cartoons in general are cartoons not funny is that maybe that's true it seems like they should be funny because they're animated but there's nothing specific about animation that Uh necessitates humor right yeah this this sounds like another another uh, thesis paper for you dave (laughs) sounds like another podcast oh wait we are doing a podcast let's just keep going can we we gotta finish this one (laughs) um i 
it is something I'd like to think about, I guess, going mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Is Muppet Babies actually supposed to be funny? Because maybe it's not. Yeah. Oh, that's deep thought, dude. Uh, like, Mr. Rogers isn't funny. That's not supposed to be funny. It's like no. a serious addressing of But Muppet, they, issues. there's enough, like, chaos and, like, and madcap, you know, slapstick sort of stuff that it feels like there's at least some delight that you're supposed to get from it. Like, it's not a pure moral play. Yeah, but, uh, okay, so if, if, if Mr. Rogers is the pure moral play, and then, like, I don't know what the other end of that spectrum is, right? Um, yeah, what's the uh, Captain Crunch of cartoons? Uh, SpongeBob, maybe? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Like, where, on, where does Muppet Babies fall? Because I kind of feel like, given the number of serious sort of top i don't know they're not serious topics but they're addressing this con it's a show based on fear and addressing your fears so it's certainly not in the mm-hmm. just you know as you say captain crunch of of shows so <laughs> it's somewhere closer to uh maybe to mr rogers i think you're out of something we uh we'll, we'll... you don't sound convinced at all <laughs> well, i just it sounds like a lot of work to me. <laughs> if i'm not making you do anything <laughs> no but now i'm like work as in thinking yeah. yeah it's a ton of work chip <laughs> thought work <laughs> uh, sorry for burdening you with that uh, oh this is a podcast where we talk about the buffy babies is our podcast funny <laughs> <laughs> we seem to think it is oh <laughs> Anyway, food for thought, Chip. <laughs> yeah, I'm full. Um, <laughs> all full up. <laughs> no, no room for that. Okay. Uh, where were we? Oh, I think Animal offers to pull it out next. Um, oh, we had talked previously about how uh, whether or not Rolf gets a, a song in every episode. And true to form, uh, it, he does. And this time uh, he offers, Rolf says, like, maybe a little punk will help. And then Gonzo has, okay, this is when I legitimately laugh because Gonzo has said, infers this to mean that, like, he wants to get, like, a little punk to punch Fozzie oh, yeah. in the face. And knock that was himself. funny. That so was I love funny. that. Um, so Rolf starts playing a song, uh, but it is, is not punk. Not punk. I, <laughs> I kept thinking, did. Does he not know what punk is, or do the creators not know what punk is, or is oh, punk... I think the writers' room didn't know what punk is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, my faith in the writers' room is pretty low. Yeah, like, oh, let's just uh, play some punk music, some loud shit that my what kid listens. Kids, what are the kids like? I, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> some of that boy George. <laughs> He's punk. <laughs> the song is called "The Loose Tooth Boogie." Um, and that, yeah, that's what my mother would say <laughs> would be like punk music. It's just, what would, it's what would a real punk version of loose tooth boogie sound like? Oh God, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I wish I, I would think about that. Yeah. Well, we should, uh, if we were more talented musically, we'd make a musical drop there. Uh, any listeners out there who have <laughs> talents yeah. in music, feel free to rewrite Rolf songs. There's a ongoing challenge per episode. Well, obviously that doesn't go over. I don't even know how that ends. The song just nothing really happens. Um, uh, I think I think Nanny returns before they can have any worse ideas. Hey guys, Nanny's coming back. Well, yeah, Nanny arrives to say good news. The dentist can see Fozzie today, and so she like drags him out. Oh, and he, that's right. Yeah, he's screaming, and he's like Kermit, Kermit! or something. It's like, it is a game. <laughs> the scream well, of Kermit has a great. Right before that, he says everything's gonna be fine. They probably can't even get an appointment today. Like, oh. don't even worry about it. It'll fall out before you go. Oh. And then I think Kermit is. I mean, I appreciate him attempting some false confidence, but. Mm-hmm. Every time we've seen that, he's been proven wrong. Yeah, you, you referred to him as, like, the uh, last episode, I think, is like, the ineffectual leader of the group. I mean, he really is. That That yeah. is his role. I, I never really put that together. 
Um, so they all start freaking out about what's going to happen to Fozzie. Um, then there's like some weird game show that they start imagining where like you answer correctly or you get drilled. Tooth like, or consequences, I think. <laughs> that's a good name, actually. Um, and the dentist I noticed in this episode is like is all legs, like Officer Carruthers. So there's this whole thing. It's like tall grownups are nothing but legs. I like um, that idea. I think that's You're fun. a leg man? No. I just like the idea that kids are only looking at legs. <laughs> I think that's fun. I like that, too. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's this, yeah, giant spiky drill and ominous music. Um they just can't shake it. Like um, they start uh, eulogizing him. Uh, Gonzo's like he's gonna miss his face. He's like not his jokes, but his face. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, Gonzo had a couple good ones yeah. in there. Um, oh, then it cuts to yet another um, imaginary scene. It's like a haunted house scene. This is Doctor Frogenstein and Nurse Pigger. Like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, will you mention this earlier? That like, did ki- would kids know what Frankenstein is, or like? Did Muppet Baby's responsible for introducing us to, like, these classical literature and monsters? I think it must have been. In the same way that, uh, you know, the um, like the Looney Tunes is how I, I know most of my classical music and was introduced to most classical music through Looney Tunes soundtrack because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was free for them to use yeah. those songs. Or I feel like Simpsons introduced me to a whole lot of, yeah. you know, theater. Yeah. Uh, or so gag, I, yeah. I think that, that that works. But it is, it is kind of surprising that they use so many... Um, so many of these i did there was a great part where they're putting um i I love frankenstein and and that that story and i love it used the way they did in this uh scene like the like sorry like the the mary shelley like the real frankenstein story uh or like the i like all of them but i like the i like the super campy version like i love the old one i don't know the 1930s uh version of frankenstein i love that laboratory is just amazing and i love anytime something else references the laboratory with all of the you know, oh, electrodes okay. and like, you know, they're raising up the platform. Mm-hmm. The Tesla this, coils. Yeah, and, that, yeah. and they're raising the platform up through the roof and there's lightning bolts. I just think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're... Says the man who, who needed an eye mask after a thunderclap over his house. <laughs> I needed an eye mask. I needed like earmuffs. I needed... Uh, what did that thing you gave your dog? The storm the jacket? Th- the, th- the thunder shirt? I need a thunder shirt is what I need for every day of my life. Honey, wrap me up. That one was close. <laughs> I Oh man, I was terrified. Uh, I'm still like, this is multiple days on and I still have a little bit of fear of that thunder. Well, the thunder is still inside you, Dave. Yeah, it's still inside me. <laughs> get that tanked up but Um, they did i liked they um they put the electrodes onto the tooth oh yeah yeah yeah. which reminded me of uh did you ever when you were a kid take a straw and put it onto your tooth and then drink like pop through the straw wait did it just make like make your tooth hurt because it would be yeah yeah it was super cold and made your tooth hurt why yeah why the hell did i do that i don't know oh who knows but it it, it's a feeling of putting a straw on a tooth that i Mm -hmm. i related to nice and then and then Count Count Gonzola comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. We should add like Fozzie. Fozzie is is in the laboratory of Doctor Frogenstein because he he's a bear scout going door to door. What was he doing? Selling used jokes. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> this show is hilarious. Okay, your I theory, have to walk back your, that whole yeah, theory. Your theory is complete. No, I'm sticking with it just for a little while. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, Kermit does the evil like tenting of the fingers, and yeah, Gonzo shows up. He's dracula and he wants to pull your tooth i want to pull your tooth hey you can do voices i can't too. i can do that voice that's you can do generic <laughs> dracula do generic dracula what else? anybody else as dracula <laughs> <laughs> what else, what else yeah. can i do with that i don't know we'll work on it we'll All find right. we'll, we'll we'll make a lot of openings for that uh so the kids are trying to kill an hour waiting uh for fozzy to return and and everything is 
They're uh, just in anguish. I mean, they are rolling on the floor like they yeah. are in serious clock ticking yeah. sounds and like the there, there's lots of tense music. The music again, you know, typical Muppet Babies just overloaded with music, and this was some really stressful music. Uh, really tense. Uh, Fozzie then arrives, and hey, everything's dandy. So uh, not unlike episodes one and two, uh, massive build up to a really unsatisfying release. And then, and then the uh, the the way they cap that off is is all the kids want to go to the dentist now. Well, well because Fozzie, Fozzie gets, gets a lollipop. he gets a balloon and a lot. Like, yeah. what dentist gives us sugar candy? Was that it's, did that happen? Isn't it sugarless? Oh, was it? Did they say I that? I think it said sugarless. Oh, I may have missed that part. It still seemed it still seemed weird. Yeah, can, I, I was just like candy from a dentist because yeah, then yeah, all the kids are like, I want to go to the dentist. I want to go to the dentist. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, now they want to go to this, and that's effectively the end of the episode. So yeah, another twenty minutes of just sheer fear and agony and terror, followed yeah, by thirty seconds and, of and unsatisfying like resolution. The classic Muppet Baby episode. Yep, and the creation of like new fears on top of the underlying base initial fear. So, great show. <laughs> Did did you like this episode, Chip? Uh, have you I, liked any of the three episodes? Have we mentioned? Have we talked about this at all? Uh, What's your experience I, rewatching this? I like talking about them. <laughs> I don't know if I enjoyed listening. I like them as a uh, fodder for conversation. I like the moments of. Uh, I I do like those initial like mm-hmm. uh, opening sequences because they're just they're just fun. Mm-hmm. There isn't the like underlying terror that obviously affects me. <laughs> Deeply well, I, I, in the I, other parts. I stand by my uh, my my love for Gonzo. I think Gonzo has been the character that has still delighted me the most in terms of uh, just good bits, good one-liners, uh, you know, good good setup jokes. So, yeah, yeah. I uh, I thought this one was was okay. Uh, tell me, tell me, Dave. After after talking through it and watching the the episode, uh, how are you feeling? Are you ready to go to the dentist? If he's, if he's got a, a lollipop for you afterwards, are you are you game now? I'm not ready to go to the dentist. I don't know when I'm supposed to go next, which is that. Oh. It's like I every day I fear the dentist is gonna call and say it's time to schedule your appointment. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Fuck, I don't want to go to the dentist. <laughs> you I just, do not want to go there okay. at all. You just see. Tooth on the straws and pliers and all these things. I think Tooth on a, the straw is not so bad. That is a self-inflicted wound here, Dave. I think it would be if maybe the dentist was made up to be like the mm-hmm. Dr. Frankenstein's laboratory. Maybe I would be more into that. Maybe oh, yeah? more themed dentistry. Mm-hmm. Play up the fears. Make it like a house of horrors. Like a fun thing. Oh, that's right. You like yeah. haunted houses. That's yeah, right. that could uh, be cool. Yeah, they could raise. Yeah, they could raise you up for the X-rays into yeah. like, <laughs> like <just> lightning <laughs> bolts. <be> <laughs> Make it a big theme park ride. Otherwise, right now you just stare at the ceiling and they usually have, like they put, uh, my dentist has like um, like a, a picture of like hot air balloons over the lights. So oh, like you're yeah. looking up into the sky kind of, uh-huh. but you know you're not looking into the sky. Yeah. I you're did... looking into the ceiling of an awful, awful place. Yeah. I had a dentist who, um, who's, who had like, he, I think he himself painted a picture on his ceiling of a guy looking through like a construction worker on the roof, like looking through a hole down at you. <laughs> that's really like weird. as if like they accidentally punched a hole in the roof and then there's like a bird flying over him. It's just Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Your hot air balloon sounds much more pleasant than like yeah, creepy it's drawing. Just a, it's it's a facade. You know you're there to get your teeth drilled. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Look out for a man eating cake monster or whatever comes manifests <laughs> from your mind. All right. Well did you uh, out of curiosity, did you pass on your, your fear to your daughter? Of the dentist? Yeah. No. <laughs> No, no, she loves the dentist. Yeah, yeah. she's like the hippo, man. Loves yeah. that, loves I them birds. She, she loves it. I, 
I can't imagine she keep will keep loving it. Mm. I feel like she always has to have her something done every time she goes, and every time I think that's going to be the end. Yeah, it's it might be an additive. Like you might grow to the, the the older you get, you're like just there's no good news that comes to the dentist. No, no. Like I, only if no I, bad news. Well, if I go and I have like only one cavity, that's like shit, man. Like mm. I've been I've been doing a good job with that <laughs> floss. Well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, what's up uh, on the next episode of the Mother Babies, <laughs> uh, the Fear Babies? I, I am <laughs> Fear Babies. <laughs> um, I am. Uh, I am actually prepared this week for this for that question. Oh, and, good. Uh, and in part because we looked it up last week, or whenever the yeah, whenever you heard it. Oh, because I got it wrong. Yeah, you got it wrong. It yeah. was it's the Indiana Jones. It's actually. Um, uh, what is it? Raiders of the Lost Muppet. Oh, oh, oh. So it is this a this episode I'm excited for. Maybe this will be less fear. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I mean that's pretty optimistic. Maybe I mean. Nanny will redeem herself. Maybe Nanny will be a great, great, great uh, <laughs> steward, role yes. model, and uh, model for us all to model our parenting on. I think uh, something. I think that let's let's go into that with that. That's a positive attitude. <laughs> this world needs more positivity right now. Uh, I'm gonna go with that and say okay. I'm gonna say there's gonna be no fear. The Muppet Babies, it's just going to be fun. Uh, they're just going to explore the mm-hmm. nursery in some kind of Indiana Jones theme. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they'll, and... they'll cut the whole Nazis out of the Indiana Jones story. And they're yeah, you not going to need the Nazis. You don't need yeah. Muppet Nazis. No. <laughs> All right. Um, good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm optimistic. All right. Well, yeah. as am I. Well, Dave, yeah. uh, <laughs> lovely talking to you. As you as well, Chip. And uh, we'll be back next week with episode four of Muppet Baby Season 1, Raiders of the Lost Muppet. All right. And uh, do I say we make your dreams come true? Is that a thing that we're doing now? Or yeah, is that... you might have to start doing that All right. thing. All right. I said it in that question, so I don't think I have to say it again. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make your dreams come true. <laughs> Good night. The Nanny State is an unaffiliated podcast by Chip and Dave, and you can email us at nanny at nannystate.biz. Our intro music is the song Muppet Babies, courtesy of the talented MC Chris from his album MC Chris is Dreaming. Check out his prolific work on mcchris.com and whatever service you get your grooves from. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 